On this week's episode of Saturation, Kate and Grace kick things off with some life updates regarding dating and The Voice's first ever virtual live audience, which Kate got to be a part of. Grace analyzes Tyler Cameron's YouTube debut, and Kate breaks down Cardi B and Meg The Stallion's new song and music video, WAP. Saved on Instagram features Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, The Kardashian Fam, Justin Bieber, and Ariana Grande. Enjoy! episode of saturation we Hello. are so excited about this episode we were just giving each other some life updates and Cade's really excited about his saved on instagrams this week but he's making me wait my favorite well he's thing. making me wait on a couple things yeah so why don't you tell us about what you did last week okay so some people might have seen this on the social medias um because a lot of people are asking questions but Basically, a long, long, long time ago, my long, long, long time ago, I mean a month ago, that feels like forever ago because quarantine, I got this email about how The Voice, the television show, Grace and I love it, we've talked about it on here many occasions, um, they're doing like a virtual audience from home situation, but it didn't really make a lot of sense, and I was like, I don't get it, like, it, like I, I didn't get it, and so, but... Regardless, I RSVP'd because I was like, well, this is kind of cool. I also thought it might be a scam, so I wasn't really sure. I was just kind of gambling, you know? <laughs> Nowadays, there's not really much else to do but gamble. So I was like, well, I'll just roll the dice on this and see what happens. So Thursday morning, I wake up. I'm like, I'm going to have a nice leisurely day. My hours for my part-time job were pretty much up. I was like, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I had a date that night. I was like, it's going to be fine. <laughs> and yeah. So... I was like, it's going to be a good day. So I get up, I'm checking my email, I'm doing some work things, and I get this email, and it's like, e-ticket to the voice, da 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 So basically, it was all these instructions about how I was, like, that day, like an hour and 30 minutes later, had to check in for the voice blind audition virtual audience. And I was like, huh? Like, I was super confused. Oh my god. And... I was like, I, don't, I was like, I can't do this. I was like, this is not enough notice. Like, I don't have time for this. So I call my best friend Stephanie. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, this is a real thing. Like, I, I, I verified it's a real thing, but like, it's gonna take me all day. Like, it's gonna last all day long. Right. And um, she was like, you have to do it. Like, you love the voice. The blinds are the best part. Grace, you totally. know that as well. Anyone that watches the voice knows that. I'm like, I just don't know. Like, like. I had to I had to check in at I think it was one yes wait yes no hold on I'm trying to think because the time zones the time zone that was really confusing I was like so it starts yes. here anyways I I think I had to check in, in L A we were two hours later here right so I had to check in started this is what it is check in started at twelve thirty and it ended at one. So, obviously, I was going to check in at 12.30. So, I'm like, okay, F it. I'm going to do it. So, I'm running around the house. I mean, you know, you can, like, it's very strict on what you can wear. You have to have the lighting. You have to have all this stuff. I'm running around, you know, frantically. So, long story short, I get in. I'm in there. I There's this producer guy. It was the coolest thing I have ever done. Like, when I tell you that technology right now is popping off, it is popping off. The fact that yeah. I was in the audience... 
at the voice stage at in LA, but sitting at my desk where I'm sitting right now in Arkansas was mind blowing to me. So normally the audience is about 500 people. They can't do that. So they reconfigured the room. They still had the four chairs. They moved the stage back a little bit. So the singers were actually coming in to sing, right? It was very Mm -hmm. cool. And so, you know, like behind the judges, like where how there's audience all behind. Yeah. They took out that wall behind and it was just this floor to ceiling screen. And then it had all of our individual screens on it. So it was like a bunch of little squares. Yeah. And so there was a guy in our ear the whole time, like telling us like clap, smile, laugh. Because you were on camera the whole time. So like you you couldn't be like on your phone, like on the breaks you could. Like you could get a drink, you get a snack, whatever. So it was honestly, and like if you've seen The Voice recently, you'll understand this, but so where where my placement was on the screen was right above Kelly's chair. So, you know, it goes like Blake, John, Gwen, Kelly. So I was on the end, but I was on one of the bottom rows. So anytime they showed the judges, my screen was pretty much on there. Oh, my God. And so when, so when the judges were turned around before they pressed, you know, to face the stage, they were facing us. So they would wave at us. And then the guy that was like in our ear... His name is Bill. Shout out Bill. He's amazing. He's like an audience like producer, like works with audiences on a bunch of television shows. And he's been at The Voice since season one, since the very beginning. Him and Blake, they have a great relationship. So he's like in our ear the whole time. He's like, y'all can message me on Instagram any questions you have. And during the break, I'll go down and ask them and you can hear their answer. So you know how Instagram works. Whenever you message someone who doesn't follow you, it goes in the request And so Mm -hmm. I was like, he's never going to see my question because everyone's messaging him unless he opens it and, like, replies to it, you know? Because then it'll show up in his, like, inbox. So the first round goes also, I'm not going to give away any, like, spoilers or, like, tell you who I saw. I can talk about it more, like, when the show's actually on starting in October. Mm -hmm. But they had told us, basically, the way that it works is the blinds, they film Monday through Friday – and they wear the same thing, hair, makeup, everything the same every single day. So Really? I yes. never, I always thought it was one day. No. All over, spread out over a week. And so basically what happens is we're not going to be like, we didn't watch an episode. They're going to mix and match our people. Okay. In. So they told us, they were like, we've only had, this was on Thursday. They were like, we've only had two chair, two, four chair turns all week long. So he was like, I don't know what today will be like. It'll go faster or slower depending on if they turn around, if they don't turn around. Right, you know. right, right. So I'm like, oh gosh. And then he's like, and a lot of the teams are getting full, you know, when that happens, they, right. you know, so they can't, you know. So, and he said there were two blocks left. So it was so freaking cool. The first girl that came out for chair turn, everybody turns. Shut up. And Kelly blocked Blake. Incredible. Oh, my so, God. So, at the end of that one, I'm, like, lit. I'm, like, going. I'm, like, on the screen. And I'm, like, I'm like so excited. Well, I didn't hear the guy Bill say stop. So, I'm, like, still going. And then he's, like, hey, you in the polka dot shirt. I don't know your name. He's, like, hey, you have great energy. Your energy is great. He was, like, but you can stop now. I was, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was, like, I'm really excited. Like, I was, like, mouthing, you know. He's like, it's okay. He was like, what's your name? And he's like talking to me. He's like, message me on Instagram so I can know your name. So I messaged him. 
and then he opened it. So then anytime I asked him a question, he would go down there and ask him. So like he went down and asked Blake. I said, I said, you need to ask him about folklore. I want to know if they're listening to folklore. Taylor Swift's new album. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay. So he goes down there. He's like, Blake, have you uh, heard about Taylor Swift's new music? And he said, yeah. He said, yeah, she, she's, she's kind of gone a different route. She's changing her sound a little. He's like, yeah, yeah. Have you been listening to it? He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I've been listening to it. He's like, but let me tell you who's really been listening to it. Gwen. So that was super cool. And then you, yeah. And so then you could hear Gwen like on the phone, like, or not on the phone. Uh, you could hear her say, yeah, I love it. Whatever. You know, then another time I said, Hey, go ask Gwen about her new song coming out with Dua Lipa. She's like hopping on the physical remix. Dua Lipa's already song, but Gwen's hopping on the remix. So he goes down. He's like, Hey Gwen, I heard you have a new song coming out with Dua Lipa. She's like, what? He's like, yeah, aren't you like doing a remix or something with Dua Lipa? And she's like, I mean, yeah. She's like, I don't think anybody cared. And she was like shook. And then John said. You were like basically talking to Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then John Legend jumps in and is like, yeah, Gwen, it's dropping tonight. Like the album, her like remixed album, he called it something. He's like, it's dropping tonight. And she was like, it is? It was so funny. And then. Fast forward to last night, Monday night, Dua Lipa hosted Jimmy Kimmel Live and Gwen was her guest. So it was like really cool to see that interaction. Oh Anyways, God. I digress. There were several different instances like that. It was so, so cool. Needless to say, um, both blocks were used in the uh, time that I watched. Well, you got a good one. I got a good one and uh, everybody turned around. We had like three or four, four chair turns. Blake's team filled up. Everyone turned around pretty like the like we always had at least two people turn around. Normally it was three people turned around, but there was like one two person, a couple of three people turned around, a couple of four. It was incredible, but this is the tea that I have to give you. Yeah. And I don't want to go into detail because I'm not really that person, but yeah. we were supposed to see nine rounds that day. And then I was supposed <laughs> to do it all again on Friday. I'm talking so long. I'm so sorry. Um, So I was supposed to do it again on Friday. Well, round six comes up and this guy comes out and starts singing someone you, uh, I think someone you loved by Lewis Capaldi. Is that the song? Really popular. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, Oh my gosh. I'm like, this is an emotional song, you know, da da da. And you know, Kelly's going through this big divorce. Okay, and earlier in the show, she made some, like, side comment about, like, well, I don't, like, Gwen was saying how she goes home with Blake every night. They were, like, battling each other, and she was trying to get him, she was trying to get this country artist on her team, and she was saying, Blake, I go home with Blake every night. And Kelly, like, under her breath goes, well, I go home and listen to 90s country every night because my life's a trash can. (laughs) Okay, okay. So, so, I could already tell she was a little bit, like, tense, whatever. Grace, I'm not even kidding. This guy starts singing. Kelly gets so emotional. Stop. I know you're not the biggest Kelly Clarkson fan. She, but you know she talks a lot on that show. She's yeah. like so emotional. They pan to her to ask her if she has anything to say. And she says no. Okay. As soon as that guy leaves the stage, he picks. I don't remember who he picked. I think John, maybe. He leaves the stage. Kelly gets up and immediately leaves. Does oh, no. not come back. They cancel the rest of the day and Friday. <gasps> so prayers to Kelly Clarkson. 
Did she turn her chair for him? No. No. It was totally awkward. I'm sure none of it will be on television, but it was the behind the scenes were so cool. Um, The the voice. Oh, interesting. Yeah, the voice said that they're the first ones to use this audience technology in LA, but they feel like a lot of people will start to use it. So that's really cool and really something exciting to look forward to. Um, And because our day, the six that we saw were so good, the guy said, you'll probably be on every episode of the blind auditions because, you know, they can't put all the good people on There was so much action. Right. So stay tuned. I'm sure I'll be talking about it more. The voice premieres. Um, in October. So I'm very excited. It was a, a phenomenal experience. I could honestly do a whole episode about it, but I'm going to stop because we have so many other things to talk about and I've, I've talked about it for 10 minutes. So, but before we do that, last week you were telling us that you had an exciting weekend ahead. Yes. Okay. Um, nothing too terribly exciting to report. <laughs> I only end up going on one date because, um, I guess once you reach the age of 29, you don't know how to follow up with people uh-huh. regarding dates. Um, yeah, we'll leave it there. Anywho. And um, <laughs> the one date that I went on, you guys, I was a nervous wreck because I don't date a lot. And this was my first ever, like, yeah. date with someone I didn't know before. Because, like, I went on dates in college, but it was people I already knew. Right. Yeah. And that's different. You, like, meet it's them at, like, so a party different. or know of them. Yeah. Yeah. And you have, like, mutual friends and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. this was my first, like, kind of stranger date. Uh-huh. So I was literally like, Mom, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Is it too late to back out? And she's like, you're not going to be on dating apps if you're not going to go on dates. Like, you True. have to go. Yeah. Good for and your mom. So I wait. I He tells me where we're going. I look it up. It's 700 feet away from where I'm staying. I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> so I we we're supposed to meet at 7:30. So I waited till 7:30 to leave because I definitely wanted him to be there first. Uh-huh. And I get there, I don't see him. I'm freaking out, texting my mom, sweating, and she's like, "Do a lap around the block." Yeah. And and if he's still not there, then text him. I do a lap around the block. I still don't see him. I'm panicking. And then I get a text from him as I'm rounding the corner like, hey, I got us a margarita and like something with a strawberry swirl. So I'm like, oh, my God, he's probably seen me walking in circles and like thinks I'm. Oh, so he was there. Yes, he was there. But like I was walking this way and his back was to me and he was wearing a baseball cap. So I like didn't really realize Mm -hmm. And so I sit down, and I was very pleasantly surprised um, how he looked. Oh. He was really hot. Oh. And I liked his personality. I didn't feel like he was making me laugh a lot, but, like, I liked him. I did. Mm. I kind of liked him. But I don't think he liked me. <laughs> which usually, like... Really? Yeah, which usually, when I have gone on dates in the past, that's usually, like, even if I don't like the guy, where they're hooked. Like, I hate dating, but I'm good at it. Uh-huh. And I felt like I was, like, funny and charming. But um, we weren't even there, like, two hours. And he had been with friends before we met. Uh-huh. And he was like, okay, like, I have some friends in town. So, like, I'm going to go meet up with them. But, like, I'd love to walk you back to wherever you're staying. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> that's like it's fine but like it was just ironic because i had been brainstorming ways to get out of the date prior to going right. and like thinking out how am i gonna like have an excuse to leave yeah. and like he's the one that came up with the excuse to leave i was like oh shit oh grace that's then, like, different 
yeah and then I like texted him afterwards and said hey thanks for a fun evening like have you made it back have fun with your friends or something like that and he was like hey yeah it was fun um I'm with them now like have a good night smiley face and that was the last I've heard from him well shoot but you know what good for you for putting yourself out there because that's what you have to do and you're just learning and she was like at least it wasn't a terrible first experience right scare you away right it could have scarred you from i mean yes exactly i could have gotten like catfish so yeah and and like you know maybe my ego needed that a little bit okay you know what and that is hard to admit sometimes so good for you yeah so overall it was fine but yeah you're gonna have to keep us updated on the future because this is fun it is kind of fun huh i love it i love it i love it um should we Yes. Speaking of people that you want to date, maybe you should start. (laughs) Let's talk about the number one person I want to date. Tyler Cameron from Hannah's season of The Bachelorette. Are we shocked? No. No. He posted like a promo image on his Instagram yesterday Mm -hmm. that says Tyler Cameron, a new beginning with like a thirst trap of him coming out of the ocean. And the Mm -hmm. caption says, excited to share this new journey with you on at YouTube. We are launching tomorrow. Link is in bio. Subscribe or you'll get a pimple on your forehead. So I was really confused by this at first because I'm like, is he starting a YouTube channel? But it was very evident that this is like a deal with YouTube, if that makes sense. Yeah, I was confused about that. I still am kind of confused, but I'll just read you some pieces from an article that I looked up um, regarding the situation. So from what I've read, it sounds like he kind of wants to rebrand himself as more than, like, someone who got dumped on TV. Oh. So, um, it says... Now, that would be smart of him. Yes. It says there will be new videos every Tuesday. The About section of the channel is where it gets really interesting, though. Tyler is definitely trying to make a new reputation for himself and is using YouTube to get personal. People know me for getting dumped on national television, but there's a lot more to me than that, Tyler writes in the bio. This YouTube channel will take a deeper dive into my life, sharing videos of my adventures with friends, daily routines, exercise tips, and more. So I feel like this is almost like a vlog, a reality TV show Mm -hmm. mixed together or something. Yeah, it seems kind of like a hybrid situation of like, YouTube is the one that's going to be doing all like the filming and the editing, but it's just, it's going to be on like a channel. I get, I mean. Yeah. Like they're making it seem like he's running the channel, but I think it's going to be almost like filmed as like a reality show. Like I'm yeah. picturing like that Zac Efron documentary on Netflix yes. mixed with like Tana turns 21. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is a good, yes. That's kind of like I what I'm picturing. That. I see that. Okay. So that's all the information we really have. Like I haven't posted it yet, I guess, or posted a video yet. No. So I'm really interested to see what that ends up being. And we'll definitely follow up on it next week. Um, Let me just visit his Instagram really quickly to make sure we don't have any updates on that. I'm not going to lie. I did go try to subscribe because of the whole pimple comment, but I couldn't find it. So I gave up. Oh, okay. Oh. I think it's dropping like now. Oh. Or something. 
<laughs> yeah, it's five o'clock, so that would make sense. Okay. Let me visit YouTube really just to see. Just, just to see. see what's happening here. Like I said, we will we have limited information, but we will definitely be following. Yeah, up. I'm sure he's gonna do like some press about it or something soon. I know. I was surprised that there was limited press. Like, I could barely even find any articles on it. And, like, the article told me pretty much very little. Okay, I just typed in Tyler Cameron yeah. a new beginning on YouTube and, like, nothing's popping No, up. I know. I That's why I went last night to subscribe simply for because of the pimple comment. But nothing came up. So, we're going to have okay, to. He has a link in his bio. Let's see if that does. Okay, the channel doesn't have any content yet. Okay. Well, we're going to have to keep our I fingers on it. I'm very interested to see how it goes. We'll see if my prediction is accurate or not. Yeah, Tana plus Zach Efron. I like that. Yeah. Um, fun. Okay, my topic of the week is a little different. Um, but I want to talk about Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion's new song called WAP. Is, is that how you're saying it, WAP? Okay. Yes, so, that's how I've heard it pronounced. I just want to give like a little parental um advisory yes advisory thank you parental advisory because i am 25 years old but i don't know if my parents would approve of me watching this video or listening to this <laughs> song it's a little um sh how should i say this vulgar um but also uh, it's really catchy and really good so I i'm saying that because if you go listen to the song on explicit you just need to be aware that it is very vulgar, which do with it what you will. But really why I wanted to, to be my topic of the week is because I was texting Grace this. I texted a couple people this. This is Cardi B's first um, project in nine months, and she really hasn't done anything big since Invasion of Privacy, her first album. I forgot that I was a Cardi B stan. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny when I say that. I leg legitimately have not heard her voice on a track, on a song in so long that I forgot. It just, like, makes me feel a certain type of way. I am a literal Cardi B stan. I mean, if you recall, we used to have a whole section in this podcast dedicated to Cardi B. Yes, like, the OGs will remember. Right. Like, I love Cardi. So... I felt like it was appropriate to bring this back up. I love this song. I'll listen to it on explicit, but the clean version is also pretty, I mean. Yeah, the clean version goes pretty it. hard too. Yeah, I I'm good with the clean version, honestly. I'm interested to see how it's going to work with radio play. Um, I know, I think it's going to be wet and gushy on the radio. Yeah, okay. So, but good for them. They are two badass female rappers and they're doing their yeah. thing and I'm not mad and about it. I saw something on TikTok yesterday that just, like, made me laugh so hard. First of all, I do want to say, like, the sheer idea of me, like, playing this, so <laughs> this song in the car with my mom, like, makes me want to die. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, I saw on TikTok this guy, and he was like, is this what women feel like listening to rap songs that objectify women? Because, like, I'm taken mm -hmm. aback. And all the comments were like, objectify men 2020. <laughs> no, that's what I was going to say. It's getting a lot of flack. Like, there was a petition to remove the song. There was a petition to remove Kylie Jenner. So, mm -hmm. there were several people that were in the music video. Um, but one of the big things that I've been seeing is, like, if a male rapper did this, we wouldn't be saying anything. Exactly. So, exactly. 
me. Kudos. So I'm kind of loving this movement of like, this yeah. is how you've spoken about women for decades. Like, how do yeah. you like it? Yeah, me too. No, I, I'm totally fine with it. So, uh, Kind of like I mentioned, there were several cameos in the video. Kylie Jenner, Normani, Rosalia, several different, like, badass women. Um, were you dying over Normani? Oh, my gosh. Now, you know that I stan. Like, talk about stan. Like, when Normani pops up, which she's, none of them were, like, singing. They are just, like, dancing. You have to go watch the video to really understand this topic of the week. It's on YouTube, so do that. But Normani is, like, killing it. Like, I cannot explain to you the amount of just talent that Normani has. I'm telling you, she hasn't dropped an album yet, Like, she, but she is doing some things, and everybody needs to keep their eye out for Normani. I'm just putting that out there. Um, Cade has been on the records before saying that he wants to name his future child Normani. So Yes, I do. <laughs> I do. It's not a lie. I love Normani. We're just talking about all sorts of people that I really love. I, 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 I love her. So, speaking of her... Someone, I wanted to read some of these tweets because I think this is important, just context around all this. So someone tweeted, and it was like a screenshot of Normani doing the splits in this music video and said, I think we can all agree, dot, 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 Normani. I agree with that. Side note. I agree. Yes. <laughs> and then someone quote tweeted it and said, Normani did all, in all caps, this, and Kylie walked down the hall and opened a door. If that's not a perfect vision... If that's not a perfect visual indication of black women having to do the most and white women do the bare minimum to get somewhere, I don't know what is. Okay. Now, I'm going to read Cardi replied to this. Whenever I saw it, I was like, I really don't think this is a race thing. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not a woman. I'm not an African-American. But I, I don't know why people want to remove Kylie from the music video. Like, Rosalia is Hispanic. Like, there were several different cameras. Right, they're acting like Kylie, like, forced herself into the video, like, right. honey, someone asked her to be in it. Right, right. So then Cardi replies to this, quote tweets it, and says, Normani is one of the best female artists that dances like she dances her effing ass off. Why would she open a door, question mark? Please tell me how that would make sense. The best part of the song is the beat and hook. It what makes you want to shake your ass. Okay, and then... She quote tweeted it again because she ran out of characters and said, not everything is about race. There's issues out there in the world that is about race that I preach all the time about. This is not about effing race. Then she, she ran out of characters. So she tweeted again and said, why did I put Kylie on the music video? Question mark. She treated my sister and daughter so lovely at her kid B-Day party. Travis and Seth are real close and Kris Jenner have given me advice on certain things as I asked for her, for, and her husband seemed real cool with mine. So, and, and that's the biggest thing that I would take away is like Normani and Kylie Jenner are, aren't even on the same planet as far as talent. Like Kylie could never right. do, like Kylie could and never no do what Normani claiming is. that they are. Right. And Normani's not out there here making lip kits. Like they're, like, I don't really understand why we had to like pit them against each other. Um, it seems right. like, real dumb We were to me. just talking about like what an iconic female movement this is, and here right. people are still trying to pin women against each other and yeah. make it something that it's not. Like, yeah, seems crazy to me. Me too. Um, a couple other things about the video. Well, also, did you notice how um, Cardi says and her she's talking about Chris, and then she says and her husband real cool with mine. So a lot of people are like, are Chris and Corey Gamble married? Oh. I don't know. You can decide that. Um, 
Also, in the music video, which I should mention broke a YouTube record, um, WAP is now, it's now gained over, well, this was several days ago, three days ago. It had gained 26.6 million views in its first 24 hours on YouTube. It scores the highest debut of an all-female collaboration on the platform. So, iconic. literally iconic. You gotta go watch the video. Um, but, of course, the video has a lot of, like, tigers in it and such. Um, mm -hmm. And, of course, Carol Baskin had some things to say. She released some statement, a statement about this, um, and this is what she said. I'm trying to find the exact thing. Um, okay, she said, my guess is that most people won't even see the Photoshop cats in the scenes because the rest of it is so lured. She goes on to say, I was happy to see that it does not appear to all be photoshopped. It didn't look like the cats were really in the rooms with the singers. In fact, probably most of the rooms were photoshopped via green screen. That being said, you have to pose a wild cat in front of a green screen, green screen to get that image, and that doesn't happen in the wild. She went on to say, it can't happen in sanctuary. It can't happen in sanctuaries like ours where cats have plenty of room to avoid green screen or would shred it if offered access and could die from ingesting it. That tells me they probably dealt with one of the big cat pimps who makes a living from beating, stalking, and starving cats to make them stand on cue in front of a green screen in a studio. That's never good for the cat. The worst part is that it glamorizes the idea of rich people having tigers as pets. That makes every ignorant follower want to imitate by doing the same. After tigers are too old for pay-to-play sessions by people like Joe Exotic, she listed off several people, they become a liability instead of an asset. While I think most are destroyed behind closed gates at, at that point, some end up being given away to people who want to have a tiger to show off. That never works, and the cats never die or end up in dumped sanctuaries, or yet worse, breeding meals. Either way, it's always abusive to the cat. So Carol's upset about the cats in the music video. Just wanted to put that out there. You can form your own opinion about that. Um, Here's my opinion. Can we just like yeah. stop making everything in pop culture a political statement? Honestly. Like there's a reason why they're separate. Yes, like, can we just I agree. Video and music, and yeah. not talk about the exactly ethics and morals and problem. Right, I'm, I'm tired. I'm just I'm tired too. And you know what? That's kind of what we do here. We keep the two very separate. So, um, yes, you guys know that we don't want that. Listening to us is expecting us to be a politician or right. an actor. So therefore, I'm not going to pretend that I am. Right. No, exactly. And like, for example, I saw that Joe Biden announced his running mate today. I was like, oh, should I mention it on the podcast? But I'm like, no, we don't get like, I don't. <laughs> better not. Better not. Yes. Um, my last thing on this that I did want to mention is that Kyle, not Kylie, Cardi is on the cover of Harper's Bazaar this month. And the shots are incredible. I haven't read the article yet, but I'm planning to do that. And you guys should go look it up um, and listen to the song WAP but maybe um, in the company of your own home slash in a private environment. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> Just I, to be safe. I do think it's that Cardi is like back. That's like very Cardi-esque. So 
I love that. She did an interview with Apple Music and she mentioned Nicki Minaj. She didn't mention her by name, but she talked very highly of her. So I thought I've, I sent some maturity in Cardi. She seems to be learning a lot from the industry. So um, I'm excited to see her next album and continued work. I don't have a song of the week because my topic was kind of song of the week, but I would love to hear if you have one. Let me take a look. Hmm. I, I just felt like I... <gasps> yeah, I do have one. Ooh. Okay, so I saw this song on TikTok, <laughs> me every week, <laughs> and I really liked it. I, I think it's older. I looked it up, and it's by Morgan Wallen. He's a country singer. He's mm -hmm. got some... Really popular songs yes. and some, like, crossover pop country yeah. type stuff, too. Mm -hmm. And it's called Talk in Tennessee. I actually, like, downloaded a couple of his songs because I like a lot of his music, I realized. But that one I especially really like. People really like him. I know. And, like, I thought that, like, I was the only one. So I was going to go slide into his DMs. And then I realized he had, like, millions of followers. So that was... Uh, hey, you. as we've said on here before, you should always be willing to shoot your shot. Exactly. Because one day it might pay off. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Should we go to Saved on Instagram? Yes, you start. Okay. I have several. Let's see okay. which one do I want to go with first. Uh, I think I want to talk about this. Because I just want to know Grace's opinion. So last week, Megan Fox posted a selfie in the mirror. Oh God, this with, was messy. Yes. with It's her and her new boo, Machine Gun Kelly. They're in towels. They look to have just come from the pool. You can't really tell if he has on any um, pants. He's wrapped in a, a towel. She does have on a swimsuit top. Um, very kind of scandalous, like... They're definitely flirting, I mean, showing, like, very flirtatious vibes. Um, also, I didn't realize that he had so many tattoos that it looks like a shirt. Um, and she captioned the photo, um, achingly beautiful boy, my heart is yours. Knife, heart, knife. Emoji. I think that's right. Isn't that right? A-C-H-I-N-G-L-Y. Achingly? Yeah, yeah. Achingly. Okay. So then, like, not, I don't even know. It was a, it was not very long after. Brian Austin Green. It know. couldn't have been quicker, quite No, frankly. it was so fast. Brian Austin Green, her husband, I guess. I, I, they're not divorced yet. I, I, I don't think. I don't, like, that's just allegedly. I, but I don't think they're divorced. Like, I haven't seen anywhere that their divorce is final. He is from 90210, the original. Many of you may know him from that. They have four children together. And he posts four photos, you know, on the swipe over on Instagram. And he says, achingly beautiful boys, dot, 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 dot. My heart is yours. And it's the four, the their four shade. children. Such shade. Like, I have so many thoughts. First of all, I didn't know that they had this many children. Second of all, one of these children, one of them is older looking. Like, I did not know they had an older child. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he's like a teen. But, right? I mean, he looks older. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Um... And if you remember when all this happened and they were, like, seen together, it was like, oh, they're filming a movie together. Brian Austin Green went on his podcast and was like, they're just really good friends. But we're separated right now, so I'm not really sure what she's doing. 
X, Y, and Z, which is why it leads me to believe that they're not divorced because I think we would have heard they're divorced. Um, Anyways, how do we feel? I mean, basically, he literally copied the caption, left off the emojis. You know what? I think it was too publicly shady for me. I mean, granted, like, I'm a machine Kelly stan. You know, but if if I was a fan of the person who did that, mm-hmm. I would probably be rooting for them. Right, exactly. My you know thing, what I mean? Yes, yes. My thing about it that just kind of bothered me was I didn't really love the idea of bringing the children into the it. Children, yes. That was what I was going to say, too. I wasn't really a, a fan. Because now your that. parents are in a public feud. Yes, exactly. So, um, I don't know. And he used you guys to stir up the public feud. Right, right. So, I don't know. But but, uh, to me, his message was like, yeah, you're out there, like, flaunting all over the the world, like, going on all these trips, doing all these things in the middle of a pandemic. But I'm at home being a father to our children. That was kind of the – which I don't hate that. Like, I understand what he's saying. Like – I do, too. But also, she and um, Coulson, Machine Mm -hmm. and Kelly, Mm -hmm. are, like, filming a movie. They are. You're right. You're right. So she's working. She's working. Yes. Yeah. You're, you're not I wrong. Mean, she may be mixing work with pleasure, but. Right, right. Exactly. So who knows? I just, I had to bring it up. Crazy. Really, really crazy. Your turn. Okay. This happened right after we recorded last week and I was so upset. Oh! I know, I know what you're going to say. That we missed it. Like, we were really excited because we had just caught Chris, uh, Kristen Cavallari's post with Steven. And uh-huh. I was like, ooh, we got it. We didn't miss we it. We did, right. We got the big piece. And then, moments after we record, Kourtney Kardashian posts a photo of Rain's head shaved to down to a buzz cut and said, I am not okay. If you guys know her son, Rain, he had, like, hair down to his waist. Yeah, he's her youngest and he son. Always has. Yeah, they've never really cut it. I don't think. Like maybe a little bit here and there, but. So he looks darling. I mean, he's such a cute kid. He looks like a completely different person. I know he looks like a different kid. Like it's kind of freaky. I but know. Th- they also posted a picture of like, like before yeah. they shaved it all off. He had like a short haircut. He looks so. Like, he's such a cute kid. He's such a cutie. I found the post, and I might have sent it to you, um, the barber that cut his hair posted, and that's yeah. the guy that posted, like, the three. His, um, the name is The Men's Groomer, and he posted one picture with rain, okay, like, before the haircut, just the hair wet, and he said, one, question mark, long, question mark, two, Leo, question mark, three, question mark, buzz, all boy heart emoji, and he tagged Courtney and Scott and said, thank you uh, for the honors of his first haircut. His first haircut. So, yeah. See? Yeah. And the Leo, the second picture, what, like what you're talking about, yes. is he looks adorable. Adorable. I don't hate He's the buzz, so but wow. Wow. And let me just tell you something. I had really long hair at one point, and I got a buzz cut. And it was right before my family went to Chicago. I was in the second grade. And I remember the next morning we were getting up to go to the airport and I woke up and I felt like a new person. Like I had never had that drastic of a haircut. And I had been chasing that high that you get from that type of haircut ever since. And I have never found it. So I know that he's going to be the same way. Totally. Also, Scott Instagrammed a photo of him in the pool and said, play on, play Yeah, I saw that too. I loved it. So He's so cute. 
Um, okay, let me do one. Let's see. Gosh, there's so many things. Um, okay, I'll just mention Catherine Schwarzenegger Pratt, married to Chris Pratt. Um, they welcomed their first child together on Monday is when they posted about it. Um, she said, we are beyond thrilled to announce the birth of our daughter, Layla Maria Schwarzenegger Pratt. We couldn't be happier, and we feel extremely blessed. Love, Catherine and Chris. Her mom's name is Maria um, West Schwarzenegger. Anyways, really cute. Excited for them. Congratulations to the happy couple. Yeah, congrats to them. Okay, um, my next one. Hmm. Yesterday was Kylie's birthday. So there's a handful of posts to address there. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. 23, right? She's 23? Yes. Whenever one of the Kardashians has a birthday, I always, like, go to all of them to, like, see what they posted. She herself posted, like, um, an address that's, like, X. It's the Roman numerals for 23. Mm-hmm. And it looks almost like a Kylie Cosmetics sort of, like, launch or something. Yeah. Like, that's I know she's done birthday launches in the past. She also posted a picture of her blowing out candles with Stormy and said the best gift of all. I was really interested to see if Travis would post or not. Me too. And he posted stories. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but I won't bore you with all the family's captions. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, worth checking out. And I I actually didn't find any tea either of like, oh, so-and-so didn't post or something like that. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Jordan, but no one expected that. Right, of course not. I just I saw somebody tweeted and was like, do we think that Jordan texted Kylie happy birthday? The answer is no. No. <laughs> um, okay, my next one, I'm going to quickly mention Simon Cowell. So yeah. the uh, you guys know Simon probably from American Idol. He's kind of a talent scout, hit maker, all things. Um, he, on Saturday or Sunday, um, he was riding an electric bike at his LA home and uh, I guess fell and suffered a back injury. So I'm just going to read you his tweets. He tweeted from the hospital, um, which of course it's not pulling up, but I am going to go look it up on my phone just for you guys. Um, He tweeted and said, some good advice, dot, dot, dot. If you buy an electric trail bike, read the manual before you ride it for the first time. I have broken part of my back. Thank you to everyone for your kind messages. And a massive thank you to all the nurses and doctors, some of the nicest people I have ever met. Stay safe, everyone. Simon. So Simon Cowell literally broke his back, which sounds excruciatingly painful. Um, According to sources, he had to have a number of fusions and metal rods placed into his back. Um, the sad thing about all this is that America's Got Talent, the live shows are starting tonight. So I guess all the pre-taped stuff had been airing throughout the summer and the lives are tonight and they'd found a way to do it, social distancing and, you know, which I think people were excited about. And so everybody was like, well, what's going to happen? So then yesterday, speaking of Kelly Clarkson, I found this very interesting that this is happening after last week's events that I discussed. She posted a thing on her uh, Instagram and said it says urgent memo it's like it's uh, formatted kind of like email it says from Kelly Clarkson CC everyone date Tuesday and Wednesday uh, 7th and 8th central time which is when America's Got Talent airs uh, RE some changes she says my friend Simon Cowell is doing better now 
but was in an accident and won't be able to make Tuesday and Wednesday's live shows for AGT. But no worries, America. Someone far wiser, cooler, and hotter is taking his seat. The unbelievable, amazing Kelly Clarkson. You're welcome in advance. They have like a funny, like back and forth relationship like that. So I thought that was really cute. And um, all our well wishes to Simon Cowell as he recovers. Totally. Okay, my next one. This was a big announcement. I don't love mentioning other podcasts on our podcast, but we've talked about this one before. Yes. Um, Call Her Daddy is like a women, not only women. It's I know men who listen to, but it's all about like um, relationships and sex. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Anyways, um, we talked about some of the drama they had earlier in the summer and one of the hosts has been doing it all by herself because the other one kind of dropped off, mm-hmm. we'll say. And, yeah, we uh, talked about that. The one who's been running it um, from that point on has been interviewing like some people out in L.A. as featured guests on the show. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of like influencers and stuff. But she announced last night that this week they have Miley Cyrus on the show. Which is exciting. So exciting and like epic. So and Miley's dropping a new song Friday, I think. So maybe oh, that has something to do that with it. Was convenient. Yeah, a new air. You know, she did the whole like at one point she is coming or whatever. I get. I think she's like picking that back up. I don't know. Very it exciting. It seems that way from the promo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Okay, I love that. My next one is gonna be Rachel Ray. Some of you might know her, um, the television Food Network star. Her home caught on fire on Sunday night. So, um, again, she's a celebrity chef, and um, they have a house at Lake Luzerin, uh, which is in upstate New York, and it caught fire and burned very badly. A rep released a statement and said, Everyone was able to get out safely. There are no injuries, which is good. Right now, we're in the process of determining what the cause may be. It's nothing suspicious, but we're looking to determine what the cause was. Um, And then Rachel tweeted out and said, Thank you to our local first responders for being kind and gracious and saving what what they could of our home. Grateful that my mom, my husband, my dog were all okay. These are the days we all have to be grateful for what we have, not what we've lost. And then she said, dot, 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 I did with stars lose my phone posting from a team member through a team member thank you for all the well wishes concern and outreach but can't return texts and calls at the moment so i'm so glad that she and her family are okay scary very scary um my next one i sent to you kate um ariana grande it appears she went on some sort of vacation to the mountains oh yeah armageddon i think she went to armageddon or armageddon or whatever it's called so she posted a series of uh, photos from the trip, and there's one where she is, like, standing um, in, like, jeans, a sweatshirt, and a hat. Yeah. She literally looks like a pocket person. She's she is so tiny. Tiny, and I sent it to Kate, and I'm like, she's so miniature. Like, I'm 5'6", and I honestly think she'd come up to my shoulder. No, she's so tiny. Whenever I saw her on tour... Um, she was so, t- like, miniature, just like you're saying. Yeah. Speaking of Ariana Grande, I'll just mention that Netflix and YouTube are reportedly bidding for rights to Ariana Grande's Sweetener World Tour documentary, which would be insane, and it's what we need right now during quarantine, so I'm hoping that that happens and gets put out soon. Same. 
Um, my next one, Justin Bieber posted a picture of like a field and clouds and said, woke up this morning feeling heavy, but as I take a morning walk to reflect on my life, I'm reminded of God's love for me. As I walk toward him, he holds me tighter and tighter. He reminds me how he loves me. He reminds me, he calls me by name. He reminds me that no matter how alone, scared, or unworthy I feel, I'm his and he's proud of me. Jesus, you have never failed me. I'm following you. Lead the way. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, it Justin. was sweet. And he, he did also post, um, while we're on the topic, I think a video of him and Haley getting baptized. Yes. Yeah, I'm that seems like something I saw as well. But maybe it was on his story or something. Yeah. Oh, it was on his page. I see it. Yeah. He said, the moment Haley Beaver, my wife, and I got baptized together, this was one of the most special moments of my life, confessing our love and trust in Jesus publicly with our friends and family. I thought that was interesting because I've never really heard her um, yeah. speak out about her faith or anything like that. So Yeah, same. Very cool. Um, <laughs> okay, my next one, Oprah. So, you know, you know Oprah. Um mm -hmm. Last month, I believe, or maybe it's this month's cover. I'm not really 100% sure. Um, she put Brianna Taylor, um, who you guys have probably seen a lot of celebrities posting about justice for Brianna Taylor, arrest the killers. She was shot while she was asleep in her home by police officers um, back in like April in like the spring. Um, maybe it was, I think it was March actually. Regardless, um, she put Brianna Taylor on the cover of her magazine, and it was the first time ever. Oprah's magazine has been around for years and years and years. It's the first time ever that someone has been on the cover, cover other than Oprah. Um, beautiful, beautiful cover. Um, and then Oprah went as far to take that cover, and she purchased 26 billboards in Louisville, Kentucky, where... Brianna wow. is, yeah, where Brianna is from, portraying um, the images, demanding that the police officers involved for her death be charged and arrested. Um, that's one billboard for every year Brianna Taylor lived. Um, really wow. powerful, really emotional, really good move, like just a really nice, decent human thing to do. So um, yeah. I wanted to mention it. Wow, I didn't hear about that somehow. Yeah, really, really cool. Yeah. Um, okay, my next one, last week's episode of The Real Housewives of um, Beverly Hills did not disappoint. Mm -hmm. They are in Rome right now. Oh. And I literally watch it for the looks alone. Like, the looks that these women serve on their vacations, <laughs> it's, like, enough reason to watch the show for me. And uh -huh. Dorit did, like, a 90s-inspired, like, big hair, like, shoulder uh -huh. pads moment and I was just living for it I mean she kills it every time but another thing that was posted was um Sutton one of the ladies had them set up like a private shopping trip mm -hmm. at Dolce & Gabbana oh. uh, Dolce & Gabbana makes like crowns and tiaras and so they all have tiaras on and they're all like trying to like take over the front of the camera like pushing each other out of the way and it's really funny oh, I love that yeah. People have really been loving the housewives during quarantine. I've heard a lot of people talk about it. Oh my god, it's literally like my reason for continuing on. That's what everyone says. <laughs> um, okay, I don't know much about this, but I just figured I'd mention it. Last week, YouTuber Jake Paul's home was raided by the FBI. Oh, yeah, I saw this. No one's really sure why. He's been in a lot of hot water recently. He threw a big quarantine party recently. 
with a lot of influencers. He got it. It was like all over the news. People were really upset about it. He also was seen looting, quote unquote, looting and got arrested. I mentioned that a while back during all the Black Lives Matter protests. And it just says, uh, and then it says, authorities have seized multiple firearms from Calabasas, home of YouTube star Jake Paul, after the FBI uh, served a search warrant this morning. What appeared to be multiple firearms were found scattered throughout the property, including what looked like a long gun propped up against a hot tub in the backyard. And there's a picture. I don't know. Jake Paul always seems to be in some hot water, but the FBI, that's nothing to joke about. So, yeah. Interesting. It's very interesting. And I think the FBI kind of came in because I think I read that, like, neighbors hear these, like, massive Uh, guns going off at night. yeah, Yeah. Which is utterly terrifying. Yeah. Insane. Um, God. Guys, I, I'm thinking about talking about The Bachelorette, but I'm so effing confused by what's going on that, like, I don't know if I have the energy. I think we need to read those updates that I sent you. From That's what I was going to do. But it's so intense. I know. It's really, really, really crazy. Okay. The guy that is on Twitter, Bachelor Suitcase Guy, tweeted these updates. I don't know if it's credible or not, but if it is, WTF is happening. Okay. One, Bachelorette update. Of my time working on the show, this has been by far the craziest week I've seen. A whirlwind, to say the least. I will do my best to update everyone of Bachelor Nation, as I know the fragmented updates are driving you all crazy. Firstly, in what is widely known at this point, Claire has found love with former NFL player Dale, and she has left the show. Her story will be seen in the first episode this fall. Producers last week were in a mad scramble to save the season. They were not happy. Three, enter Tasia, fan favorite from Colton's season. Producers were hoping she'd save the season and step up to the plate. She had been working on a new fashion business, but decided to drop for the opportunity. Chris Harrison apparently wooed her, as he usually does. Four, some contestants initially too young to be cast on Claire's season and turned away a few months ago have been flown back in and are currently on set with T. A few of the men that Claire had sent home over the first few nights have also been asked back. A real hodgepodge. Five, this is where things get crazy, as if it wasn't crazy enough. (laughs) Right, right. The morning after T's cocktail party, producers weren't happy with the storylines and connections developed the night before. Somehow, the rush to save the season took some air out of the sails of tea and the men, and the energy was low. Six, this is when producers got on the phone with Hannah Ann and decided to, for the first time in Bachelor history, create a panel of bachelorettes for the guys to choose from. Seven, Becca Kufrin was also flown in two nights ago to the set and will serve as the third woman in what has become a bachelorette triumvirate. She broke off her engagement re- recently, which I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. She seemed extremely excited slash shocked when I talked to her this morning. Eight, what this means. Producers are still working out the details, but expect a hybrid rose ceremony set up where the three girls will decide the men to keep. Lots of options opened up with group dates and even potential competition between the women. There will be three engagements. I should have more details over the next few days as the producers iron out more details. Regardless, this should be one of the most interesting seasons in Bachelor history. I am honored to be a part of it. I will update you all as soon as I learn more. 
What? Three engagements. First of all, I found that whole thread super fascinating, so I'm really glad that you read it. Um, three engagements is wild. I don't even watch The Bachelor, and I know that's wild. Hannah Ann is so hot, so not mad about that, but I'm just confused as same as you. Yeah, it's a lot happening. That's going to be the last one. Okay, okay. I just have a couple of random ones, so that's perfect. Harry Styles received his first ever number one. Yesterday, Watermelon Sugar went number one on the Billboard Hot 100, so congratulations to Harry. Morgan Stewart is pregnant, and this is the happiest thing I have seen in a while. Um, I love her. She's a host on E! Daily Pop and Nightly Pop. She um, was on Rich Kids of Beverly Hills, like, way back in the day. I didn't mm-hmm. watch it, but some of you might know her from that. She recently got she got divorced in 2019 after a few years of marriage and got back together with her previous boyfriend before she got married, Jordan McGraw, who is a singer. He opened up on tour on the Jonas Brothers' most recent tour. He was their opener. He's also Dr. Phil's son, um, and they got engaged over 4th of July. I talked about it, the episode following mm-hmm. that. Um and now she's announced that she's pregnant. She posted a really cute video and said um, she may not be great at math, but at least we know she'll be well-dressed. They're having a girl. I watched on Daily Pop today her talk about it, and um, it was very interesting. Jordan tweeted and said, been working on my dad jokes for years. Super exciting for both of them. Uh, she was talking about it, and like they did some really funny stuff on there, and basically she is very much like believes in psychics, all the things she's seen many psychics over the years. Everyone said she's going to have a boy. She knew it was a boy. She was like, we don't even have, we don't even need to have a gender reveal. I know I'm having a boy. And her, (laughs) the video that she posted, her reaction is pure shock because you can literally tell like she did not think she was having a girl. Um, so I'm really excited for them. Congratulations to that couple. I want to be friends with them one day. I just, I think they're both so cool. Um, Jennifer Gardner, and Bradley Cooper were spotted on the beach together. Wait, my mom told me this. Which has people wondering if there was if they're a cut if they're like dating. I don't know. Bradley, we know Bradley broke up with his girlfriend after all the Lady Gaga stuff. Jennifer Gardner recently ended things with her boyfriend. There, they were co-stars on the show Alias from 2001 to 2006. I personally don't think they're a couple. It looked like they were just friends, like out on the beach. I think their kids might have been there. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, really, really interesting. And then my last thing that I just wanted to share that I think is fascinating is that Forbes has released its list of top TikTokers and how much money they make. So let's play a quick little game to round things out. I know we need to wrap it up. Who do you think is the highest paid TikToker on the app, Grace? Charlie D'Amelio. That would be false. Addison Ray is the highest paid actor, or not actor, person on TikTok. Do you have a guess of how much she makes per year? Five million. Correct! She makes I five. I think I saw that somewhere. Okay, yeah. So Addison's number one. She gets paid five million a year. Charlie is number two. She gets paid around four million a year. Dixie, Charlie's sister, gets paid three million dollars a year, and she comes in at number three. Lauren Gray comes in at number four with 2.6 million dollars a year. She was in Taylor Swift's music video for The Man recently. That's how some might know her. And then Josh Richards comes in at number five for 1.5 million dollars a year on TikTok. Insanity. This time last year, Addison Ray was starting school at LSU. 
What the F? Yep. So just let that sink in, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I have for you. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. As always, give us a like, rating, five stars preferably, and tell your friends to listen. See you next week. I know. I know. We will see you then. Bye.